and welcome humanoids to another episode of the Two Left Feet, the unofficial Labour Party podcast. And welcome to this matrimonious affair, this marriage of political wills with your host here, David Vaughan, that's me, and your uh, the, the marriage counsellor, the person who's your friendly local neighbourhood counsellor, the person who gives matrimonial guidance, a... a coupling of sorts it's it 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 is oh he is coming for you to wed you in the best the best marriage that every anything could possibly be done he's gonna get marriage done i tell you that now it is councillor jay bears oaks hello jay have an annulment please oh (laughs) um possibly hello and this is hey this is a happy episode this is a great episode. This is the greatest ep- greatest episode that's ever going to be. Because it's just too many memes. I don't. I just. I don't know which I, way li- to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, they, don't use this episode to, uh, you know, go go after a happy couple who looks so very happy. I am sorry. <laughs> I am going to go after them. <laughs> uh, well, maybe him. Yes. Uh, yes, so listeners, hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Left Feet, the unofficial Labour Party podcast. We are s- s- unfortunately a day late. That, by the way, is not my fault. Um, that That is the co-host here, the co-host of the most, you know, the, uh, <laughs> not the loving litigator, you hate me saying that, but the, uh, like I said, the friendly local neighbourhood councillor, he unfortunately had commitment issues uh, in, especially in this matrimonial week, commitment issues on being able to record uh, this week's episode. Uh, so I'm putting the whole blame on you, Jay, for for this being late. The listeners deserve more, and and to be fair, they they deserve damn sight better. Yes, yeah, fine, I'm okay with that. They're just gonna have to feel bad for a bit, and then I'll be. They they've gone a further yeah. twenty four hours without listening to your dulcet tones, and they'll be okay. It's going to be fine, guys. You're going to listen to this, and then it's all going to be back to normal. Uh, I, d- I don't feel. I blamed. don't. Know, I don't know if things are going to go back to normal after listening this. After listening to uh, this, yeah, sorry. Yeah, just I'm just looking at what we're talking about. Yeah, right? well, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. We we never make plans of what we're going to talk about, even though it is. I mean, giving the game away about what we actually do before we. Um, record this it, you know there's a brief moment where we go what should we talk about today uh well what's happened this week and and we were looking at last week's list as well i mean we were talking before well you mentioned it before the situation in belarus is still ongoing i think so i haven't heard anything about no, that this week nothing. it just sort of yeah. after we recorded uh last week it sort of died off and i suppose he's gonna sit in a belarusian prison for forevermore mm, yeah. hopefully not the pressure did mount up from europe and other countries it yeah did, it did mount up but again with diplomacy they do that bit and then there's a gap and then something happens yeah anywho so this week this week's you know tale of political tape and and one of the things even though this is a, a very friendly very coupling very matrimonial very happy episode that we're doing today this is the episode of matrimony um but you know there are comings and goings with it too so i just wanted us to say given that boris johnson the johnson the big johnson has uh, fi- finally got hitched um again 
what what do you reckon's the biggest part of Boris Johnson's week been so far? Dominic Cummings. <laughs> what? I'm Why surprised you... he wasn't best man. What? I, am. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> or Matt Hancock, you know, one of them. Like, oh Christ! You... Or that journalist he had beaten up, or whatever. <laughs> no, he didn't ooh, have beaten ooh, up. Ooh. Sorry, can I just clarify? He did not have beaten up. <laughs> uh, allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly uh, may have asked someone to be. <laughs> um, I haven't been keeping up with this new story. I've, I've heard the results of it. Have you not watched the seven hours of committee hearings like I have, Dad? Uh, funny enough, I haven't had time because... I watched as, it to fall asleep. As it, as it happened this past weekend, it's been a very busy bank holiday, especially for those of us who are working again. Pardon me for bloating. For those of us who are working, working again. Yeah, oh God, I've got to. <laughs> right, Jake, stop. Right, that I've, that's two edits I've got to do there to stop. <laughs> and people. now you can't because you've referred to it. No, oh, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. Um, no, no, no. The, 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 it's, uh, I, I've had, like I said, I've had a busy bank holiday for people who are working again. I've I've not been able to or have the time or the patience to deal with the stupidity that seems to be coming out of the Westminster bubble yet again. Um, because because correct me if I'm wrong, what I took from it was uh, Dominic Cummins is saying things three four years on about things that we already knew, but now it's suddenly. Uh, a massive news story and people are now going, oh my gosh, is Boris Johnson like that when this is old news to many of us? It is old news. It's talking about things that happened in the last year. It's talking about things that happened in the last year. And is that the last year of Cummings or the, the last 12 months that's just been? The the last year, the, the last since he left. Yeah, because yeah, he so, left, what, October time? Yeah. October so, so, you, so we're talking... Run up to the general election, uh, mo- the the months after, and then the whole COVID deal. Yeah, with how you know they responded in a p- positive and upbeat and optimistic manner by telling everyone that many of you will die. Yes. Yeah, and of course, then you know taking that on board and then traveling up was it five hundred miles round trip to go see a castle and get their eyes tested. Interestingly, that wasn't covered as much this time. Wasn't it? No, it wasn't. Wow. Um, but, I mean... he, but he stuck to his story, which was absolutely shocking. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> it was dumb, right at the end dumb. as well. I'd watched the whole thing. Furi- he, he... Furious by the end. And then he bloody... He, they asked him that question. I'm like, surely he's, he's going to roll back a little bit. And, and do you know what his claim is? And it might be true. Go on. He had to go up north because of national security concerns. What, what possible... And the reason the police interviewed him was because of national security concerns. What? Well, that... I, had, what, a, what, what, I what? had a brain aneurysm. Right, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He had to travel with his... Was it his his, his ki- mum and... Ki- kids? His mum, his wife, wife and, and kids. Kid, yeah. Kid or kids? Kid, one kid, I think. One kid, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, he had to travel from London to Durham... To then visit a castle, yeah. To go to Specsavers, or was that just not? Oh no, that was that was that was me. <laughs> to then go to a castle to test his eyesight, because that was the, that was he the excuse. He stuck to that story. He, he stuck to that bit. Yeah. What the? F- 
He stuck to that. They said, "Why did you do that?" And he went, "Because I did. Because I did." Like you know, and he just they just didn't push him on it at all. Was it because it, they did it right at the end after after six hours of utter madness? They were just like, "Oh, that's fine then." What the, that was... they all wanted to go home. You know, when you go to a, a really long, um, when you go to a really long labour meeting. <laughs> yeah, a labour meeting, and then a really important thing happens at the like a really important topic happens at the end. But everyone's just so tired, they just agree to it. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it was like that. It was it was in, it was insane. After the six hour, basically the the whole concept of him going up to uh, which castle was it? Was it Durham? Bernard Castle? Bernard Castle. Mm. So so the that was the least maddening and silly thing that was stated in six hours. What 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 could have possibly made that being a, a tiny glimpse of uh, or, or an insignificant point to make at the end? What what came before that? Basically, how the structure of the top of of our executive does not function as a government. Again, I, I th- that's just saying something that so, most of us have, have figured out. A no, of while course. Back. No, I, well, again, it's it's most of us. Most of our bubble, perhaps, possibly, know that. but I, I really feel there's some. People I mean, half intelligent people can look at what's going on there, going. Yeah, but how many they... of those people say Boris did the best he could or did a good job? And this categorically, if he's telling the truth, well, categorically demonstrates that he does not do a good job. No, I'd say the civil service does a good job. Yeah, I think I, I, I'd, mm. I'd give them the credit on mm. a lot of this, but then, okay, okay, maybe the civil service have sort of led what that that executive down the path and go you know the the whole you know the, you could do this you could do this or you could do this and mm-hmm. the the middle option is the one they all, always want you to go for and if you're you're very brave if you do the other two maybe they have done that trick on him but I the, don't know. the problem is and we we know this you know if you watch any sort of political comedy this is demonstrated there used to be two sides to government there was the civil service and then ministers yeah you know chosen by parliament or whatever, and um, now there's a third one, Spads. You know, political advisors yes. who are involved. The special advisors. Yeah. Cummings is one of them, so he's not a civil servant. No, he's a special advisor, special or was advisor. a special advisor. Yeah. And their role has become more and more and more important. Do you know? Just on the point of Spads, do you know? I found something out the other day. Oh, you know, it was a few days ago that I, I I'd been told Norman Lamont. Mm-hmm. Do you remember him? Yes, Chancellor during the um, ECR debacle. C- correct, where they had to um, European currency. Yeah, and and we and UK had to withdraw from it because of inflation yeah. and everything. Do you know who his spad was at the time? It's not Mandelson. David Cameron. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, yes, because go on. How do you? Know, because yeah. I saw a, I saw a clip of the point where Norman Lamont had to come out onto the street and say, you know, mm. because of. Blah, 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 and everything. We've had to remove ourselves from the was it economic monetary the the currency exchange rate. Yeah, the, the exchange. That's yeah. it. And then standing in the background was David Cameron in his youthful pig. And you know, sort of <laughs> the pig <laughs> grin. And, um. <laughs> no, no, no. He did, no everyone says he did it. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. um, and there was another. Oh, what was his name? Oh. There's been there's been a lot of spads who have then gone on to become. Charles Branwith, he was a spad as well on the same mm, day. Was he? Yes, he said it on Have I Got News for you once. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
All right, yeah, yeah, and it's it's amazing how this sort of spad network ends up becoming, mm. you know, tomorrow's big politicians. Yeah, George Osborne was. Yes, Osborne was a spad for Major when he was Chancellor. Yep, and I think John Major was for someone before uh, she was an MP. We'll have to look back through history, but yeah, well, yeah. that would have been mm. probably Heath's government then. Could be, don't know. It would have been around then. And then, yeah, well, then, of course, then Ed Miliband was for Jack Straw, I think. Yeah. And then Bloody Blood, but, you know, mm. yeah. Yeah, well, carry on. Gordon Brown's camp. Yes, he yeah. was Gordon Brown's bad, yes. Yeah. Oh, and Ed, and Ed Balls as well. Mm. Was he? Yeah, yeah, sure. I love that name. Ed Balls? Yeah. Why do you yeah. love that name? It's just Balls. Ed. Balls. Ed. Balls. Okay. Um, yes, so you were saying about Dominic Cummings and him being a, a spad. Um... Yeah, so the structure of government at the top yeah. is now ministers, civil servants, and spads, right? Right. So that means they can all just blame each other for different things. Yes. Right? And this is ba- this seems to be what's, what happened. So the prime minister was categorically against lockdowns. You know, so he said, yes. and after the first lockdown, when they said we need to go into a second lockdown, he was saying, no, I shouldn't have gone into the first lockdown. I'm not going to let you guys put me into a second. Yes. And that was, you know, the civil service didn't have a plan for the lockdown. You know, they didn't. No. He's, well, that, this is all what Dominic, Dominic Cummings says. Um, He was combating um the whole situation. But but he also says in this, in this, um, interview thing hearing that he isn't good enough to be in the position he was he basically admits that he's not clever enough to be in that kind of position what and I, he may have done that I, I, I agree with him actually i don't think he's clever enough to be in that position but um i also think he was doing that to basically say none of us are good enough to be in this in these positions we are all shit. and it that that was just so yeah. so so Cummings is basically saying that the the whole of the executive at the top of government is completely incompetent. Is is that a way of him trying to steer away from it or steer the 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 target or the the the, the gaze upon him away from himself because people would then say, "Oh, well he's admitted that he's no good and he's just telling us how no good the rest of them are." Yeah, I think it is part of that strategy. Rather than yeah. bigging himself up and putting himself over. Well, he's never tried to do that. Uh, and that's one of the No, he's, he, that's he, one of the enigmas of Yeah, because he likes yeah, sneaking up into the background. Sneaky, skulking, you know. He also said some pretty mad things yeah. as well. And, you know, yeah. as as Spitting Image portrayed him as some weird alien mm. who sucks the brains out of various children mm. and goes on eye tests. But anyway... Um, so yeah, what else? What else was said? He said that they, with the vaccine, he wished they had got volunteers to just trial it immediately. Well, I thought they did. No, they still did. You know, legal human trials with proper safeguards and all that sort of stuff. Yes, because he I, was I... arguing for just doing, get a load of volunteers, just get them to take the vaccine. If they die. And he, these, are, I'm almost verbatim quoting him. If they die, give a million quid to their families or whatever. Oh, so absolutely okay. mad. You know, like from from reading his blog and stuff, he he has some pretty mad, courageous ideas. A civil servant would say courageous. Some, yeah, oh, and you know, and it's 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 bloody horrible. Some of the stuff he thinks, but 
if he's saying that the Prime Minister, who is utterly obsessed with media, utterly obsessed with the decision, you know, flamboyant, you know, not making decisions, bathing in chaos, enjoying the chaos, is terrifying. And he also apologised for the 130,000 who died. He, he apologised? Yeah, he said it was needless and it was partly my fault. I'm sorry. He said that wow. at the beginning. Yeah. He also calls Matt Hancock a liar a lot. Lying about what? <laughs> Just everything. From from the PPE, through to test and trace, through to the vaccine, all of it. He just lies about who about who's responsible and what's going right, on. Right, I, I, I know this came about over a bank holiday when most people were looking the other way. Yeah. Uh, because and getting it, married. And getting married, yeah. But how is this not bigger? Because I this how this is how is this not bigger news? Because people are really concerned at the integrity of the witness, if you like, they they don't find him credible. They think he may be trying to just completely, completely because sal- they they reckon he's salty. Yeah, which he is. You know, you, but the, well, the, you can be salty and still tell the truth. You know, like it's it's just. But then, with this yeah. with this hearing, is this is this an inquiry? No, it's just it's it's. it's why why was he called into a hearing? It's in not, the first it's not place. A hearing. I used a, a you know, a, a, a term. A, that, a term. Yeah. It, it, it was just a committee meeting. Uh, Two, like well, a, several committees, like a select actually. committee. Yeah, several select committees met, met in a hybrid format to, to question him. So, so it was just a group of MPs who called him in. Yeah. To mm-hmm. discuss, mm-hmm. including Jeremy Hunt. You asked some very pointed questions, in my view. Like what? I can't remember. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> but they were pointed. They were good. They were seven hours long. <laughs> <your> face. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other? All right. Any other memories of the seven hours that enraged you, or 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 was that interesting? It, 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 it raised me in 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 the sense that I was astonished that how how awful, if it's true again, how awful Boris Johnson is. Um, you can't say that. Why? Because it's his wedding week. I can give a. F- <laughs> he, he this is the happiest time of his life ever so far well, well he's got married <laughs> he's never done that before except when he's done that oh except before. for the times that he has done that oh yeah, yeah, yeah i forgot about that um yeah you can so, i'm just i'm just astonished this is the, this is the thing like i said at the beginning of the show is i haven't had the time to no, even no, it's, bother it's looking at any of this i yeah. you know as most people either you've either been working this past week bank holiday weekend or you've been enjoying it and hopefully most of you've been enjoying it but um it seems like this is sort of slipped under the radar is there are there any more days where they're questioning him no, is no, this, that's it, it now. Is this opening? Is that it? So, so this is not opening up into I, I further. I think there's a huge, I'm, there's a huge political effort to try and get a big public inquiry. Yeah, going. because that's I think what I, this is about. Because I think him saying that the hundred thirty thousand people was needless, that, that they were needlessly died, yeah. should open up a public inquiry now. Well, it it will do, and we we need to provide more and more pressure from these kind of events well, well, over well, time. Surely, one of the political leaders can call for an inquiry. Oh, well, what Starmer? I, 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 he has already. Has, Quite, yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, I, yeah, but then I, I thought that I can't remember. Is there is there a, a term that if a opposition leader does call for an inquiry, 
one has to be no there's no no it's all government controlled this this is the problem with government it's the same with um so matt hancock was accused quite severely by um dominic cummings and that's the you know that he's coming to speak to the committee next so that's going to be the next big show oh he's been called in yeah so he's been called in to have a word and um he well, was presum- also found, presumably well, he was at some also point, found to break the ministerial code. With what now? Um, for um, having twenty percent in a company which he was appointed for, yeah, that he appointed to mm-hmm. give the PPE contract out yeah. to. So that was that was decided by Lord Gate, who also decided that Boris Johnson was not had not broken the ministerial code, although for the flat. To, yes, yeah, but he needed that flat, Jay. Yeah, he needed that flat. Got to have it done. You you got to have a brand new flat for your wedding day. I mean, if anything, I think there's a few people that would appreciate the fact that, seeing as he is the current sitting prime minister, and as a as a wedding gift, surely doing the flat up is 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 perfectly okay. Don't yeah. you not think? No, it's fine to pay for the flat yourself, but he didn't. See, this is this. <laughs> see, should he pay for the flat himself? that's because that's 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 a separate question not what the issue is no it's not but but it is Mm. but it's another thing that it's sort of it's sort of on that question of um the private residence isn't private residence it's not owned by Mm. the person who's sitting prime minister well that's another point dominic cummings made he said it's madness that this this that the center of government is in a terrace house in the middle of london you know it, it really was like a you know Yes. He was explaining how it is just crazy. It is absolutely insane to run a government that way. Uh, but then, and, and then the, to put the private flat in there as well just seems bizarre. Well, in, in all fairness, other countries do something similar. I mean, old mansions that they get used for government use. and Well, the, the White House, for example, yeah. is huge. It's, it's yes, like it's... Bu- Buckingham Palace. You could run a government from Buckingham Palace. Well, okay, okay. Well, seeing as Downing Street's right next to Buckingham mm. Palace, how about they do a swap? <laughs> yeah, straight swap. Yeah, 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 yeah. straight swap. <laughs> She'd probably like to downside at this point, wouldn't she? Well, she, hang on, isn't it? There's, there's three other palaces on the mall. Yeah. Why didn't she move? Well, well, take one of those. Well, she has like eight other palaces across yeah, yeah, yeah. the country Let her keep Buckingham Palace mm. and one of the other ones down the mall. Yeah. Take one of those for... Government use. We seem to be getting sidetracked. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> as you were saying. Uh, that. <laughs> no, no, you, you, you just say, you say, so you're saying that Matt Hancock is now being called up because he lied. Yeah. Allegedly. Boris Johnson supposedly. isn't. Yeah. Boris Johnson mm. didn't, even though, even though. Uh, it's dodgy. The, it, I, do you know, I couldn't care less about the flat. I, I really couldn't. No, but again, it's because that's because it's being represented in the wrong way. The issue is not the fact whether he has to pay for his flat or not. It's because political donations were used to pay for the flat. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, I, th- that's I thought it was what, probably what money. may have done. No, it was it was to do with the fact that there may have been illegal campaign spending again by the Tory party. Okay, that's the issue. But I can not, I can but tell. all the improvements to the flat belong to the public. No, it's a private flat. But belongs to a public servant. Yeah. So it's in the public estate. Mm, that that's what's this is where it gets difficult. So all the money spent on it is actually 
I don't. I can't answer that. Question. I mean, there's nothing they're going to. Well, they're going to do. Take the new bathroom out. Well, say he broke the ministerial code. If he did, the problem is the person who carried out the inquiry for the ministerial code was the previous private secretary to the Queen. Right. Right. One of the top civil servants of the country, part of the Golden Triangle, which is an interesting name. In the Golden field. Triangle. Well, what's the Golden Triangle? It's the group. It's the three secretaries of. Um, top secretaries who are meant to guide government through a hung parliament and other issues where there's no prime minister in office. Right. So it's the cabinet secretary. Yeah. Principal private. The private secretary to the prime minister. Yeah. And the private secretary to the queen. They're, they're the golden triangle. Right. So he, and he's an establishment figure, which is fine. You can have establishment figures running inquiries. But so established, so involved, so, you know, and I'm trying to, trying to let, the prime minister off it's just ridiculous (laughs) it it is it is that sort of yes prime minister thing of oh my god will this ever get out oh my god there's there's going to be who's going to be found out about the leaks the leaks oh don't worry prime minister there's going to be an inquiry oh thank god God. (laughs) bury everything in an inquiry um okay any other point to make on that because time's moving on and I, I can't come back with anything. I'm just listening to you r- watch, reporting on... Watch the highlights. Don't You don't need to watch the whole thing, but watch the highlights of, of um, Dominic Cummings' hearings. It's, I will have, really to have a, I'll have to have a watch. And, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm sure people listening to this who haven't mm. listened or, or, or seen just the, the proceedings... Just try understand how our government is working at the top and how insane that is. It, it really... Well, how, okay, you say, you say it's insane, but how? Mm. what parts are insane? So the the fact that people who don't necessarily have government experience are in two sections of so in the past it was the civil service versus the ministers right well it so, wasn't so they versus would, not it was, versus but 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 you know back yeah into, it, back it, and forth you can't do this because of this or you should do this because of so this. it's turned into a triangle yeah but um, then that's not this government's fault that is a developed. To, to, it's arguably be, Labour's fault. Yeah, I was going to say that's Blair, yeah. but because that because that was the, that was him bringing in Al- Alistair Campbell, um, uh, Mandelson. Well, Mandelson was an MP for Hartlepool, but yeah. uh, and it's it. But then there, there were um, that was the era of the Spads coming in as well. Yes, but we're now, we're now talking about actually no, we're, actually no, there were Spads before then. There were, but they weren't they weren't as sort of you know widespread. But the problem we have now is that all of the safeguards are gone. So procurement laws were changed because of COVID. Various other safeguards were changed because of COVID. Yes, because the, the, it was an emergency and they could. Yeah. And the fact that the... And the opposition leaders said they backed the government. Yes, which is a huge mistake, which we've, we've spoken about before, haven't yeah. we? You know, the, um, the lack of opposition is dangerous at this point. Um. The other notable thing from the the other conclusion you can make from from this is how if you listen to what Cummings says about Boris Johnson, even if it's only half true, what on earth are we going to do next? Because the disaster's not over. We've just moved to the next part of it. Well, you know, it, it's, it's just, what people voted for. They didn't vote for well. They voted. They did. For him. They yeah. they did. Mm. We knew this. We knew this before yeah. going into the general election. Mm. We knew how he run, uh, how he ran um, the London Mayor's office. We knew what he was like. We we 
We even had a reference from his former employer. Uh, at the Observer, was it? Or was it the job he had before I that? I can't remember. Who basically said, no, don't, don't. Yeah. He's incompetent. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry, the public did know who they were voting for. They knew they were voting for this. Mm-hmm. So this is why this is why I'm sort of this is why I couldn't be bothered to be honest listening to it because these are things we already knew. I it, think it's the it, way it's put. It's the fact that he was. It, it wasn't just this. That. Co- this caused a five point drop in Tory um, opinion polls. Yes, but that amazes me as well. Why? Because because it's you. You've told you you told him. You've told him. Mm-hmm. You've said this. You've point. You've made the points. You've said that. You know they've done this. You know. He's done this. He is like this. People who have given him references in previous employment say this about him. Be careful. Don't vote for him just because of a three-line slogan. And they did. And they didn't listen. And then 18 months down the line, oh, my God, he's done this. He's, the, he's like this. He's, he's... And I'm just going, well, hang on a minute. We to- we, everyone told you that 18 months ago. Why are you surprised now? Why is it now turning I think, your, I think your, the dif- your opinion? I think the difference now is that before it was bungling. Before it was, oh, silly sod, you know, run, run Ruffle hair, you know, ruffle hair. Silly, silly yeah. Cummings has put it in the context of, no, he did know what he was doing. He enjoys the chaos and he was prioritising the economy and he was wanting to not lock down at all. He favoured herd immunity throughout the entire pandemic, not just when... It, you know, it wasn't the, the old story we had, which was, oh, there was a few weeks where they were all talking about herd immunity and then they decided... No, no, he's, he's wanted no, it all the way all through. All the way through. Yeah. It's like, no, the economy's more important. You're not making me lock down again. Push it back, push it back, push it back. It's changed I mean, I'm, from I mean, gr- being incompetent to being... Like, malicious? Malicious, yeah. But is there an argument to say that without a strong economy more people will suffer in the long run. We can have that argument, and I think Cummings does go into that, to be fair. But even if you if you look at all the data and everything, the lockdown... Caused more poor people will cause more poverty. More poverty will cause more illness. More illness will cause more sickness and death. Yes, but do- death also causes more poverty. And putting huge amounts of pressure on the NHS causing... Well, no, death doesn't. Health. Well, well, death relieves stress on the NHS, surely. Yeah. I, I think... That, that Sorry, is, that's an Alan Bastard thing, for... which I missed yeah. because I'm too young. I think. Yeah. What do you mean uh, you're too young? Only a little. Enough <laughs> off. Do you know my reference for for Alan Bastard is from the um, alternative vote referendum when oh. they used him in the, really? in the yeah. That's my rep. <laughs> not not the original. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but we the, miss Rick yeah. Mail. We, we yeah. Anyway, some of us do. No, I oh. do. I do. No, I do miss Rick Mail. That's not oh. fair. That's not fair. Um, it, yeah, it, you can have a bigger discussion about whether lockdowns were necessary or effective, or if the cost was worth the benefits. And Dominic Cummings, interestingly, does go into that a little bit, but it's you know he went against almost every single expert, Boris Johnson, yeah. because he believed the economy should be prioritised. Now, you can say the economy is important. Very different to say it's more important than everything else. Right. Okay. I think um, anyone who wants to watch that, go watch that. Um, mm. I'm sure the highlights are on YouTube or some, yeah, some, you some just other Google place. It. Yeah, they'll, yeah. Be, they'll be up there somewhere. I'm probably going to have a, a listen to that before long and actually go, like you say, go through the highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, 
other things this week. Uh, talking about the opposition, did you see the Pierce Morgan interview with Sir Keir Stadama? Yes, I did. I didn't. Again, busy. <laughs> <laughs> Bank holiday. I Just to point out, I have a nine to five job. And yes, Dav, but you Dav really doesn't five. have a, yeah. Re, Dav really doesn't have a nine to five job. No. He has a whatever hour he is needed yes, job, I'm, which you know makes it more difficult. I'm, I'm like Superman. Yeah, I yes. go. <laughs> I go where I'm needed. Yeah, but um, he really ought to keep up with the news, considering he does a current affairs podcast. But it's anyway, not cut. This um, is <laughs> this is current affairs. Current affairs. We did a we did a po- we did a podcast about David Lloyd George the other week. Yeah, we did a podcast about an election, a twenty year old election as well. Too. A referendum, <laughs> yeah, referendum, in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. I, I don't know about current affairs. <laughs> okay, as current as we can possibly make it. Uh, speaking of which, wait till the next episode. But um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I I've seen the comments of what came after. Um, when was it broadcast? Was it last night? Last night, yeah. So it was Tuesday night because we were recording this on the Wednesday because Jay couldn't be asked. Um, too busy watching. He things. was too busy watching mm. last night's interview mm. with Piers Morgan, mm. and um, sorry, just a natural reaction there, and um, Sir Keir uh, 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 Starmer. Starmer, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone seemed to say that. Well, there were two different points of view. There was one point of view of, oh, you know, it was very, um, very heartbreaking. Some of the, uh, some of the um, personal stories that he was, he was retelling and reliving uh, during the interview, and a lot of people felt that they made a connection with him over that. Uh, the alternative opinion is, why do we want a crybaby running for number ten? Now, I haven't seen the interview. And I and I briefly know. I think was it to do with the passing of one of his close relatives? Is it? Is that you true? You see, this is the thing. I saw those comments, and and it made because I wasn't going to watch it, and then I saw those comments that was basically, oh, he bloody cries. Oh, isn't that you know interesting? And I'm like, oh god, god, watch this. You know, bloody robot star. Um, and does it? And he mean, doesn't cry at all. No. So why is everyone saying that he was a crybaby? Because cry he, he, he clearly has. Or he, he, this was very emotional because he he, he, he shed a tear. He has a bit of a lump in his throat because they're they're talking about quite quite not not just saying oh your mum died of this horrible disease. Oh, was it, was his, entire, his mum? Yeah. Okay. He's had his, he, she's had her entire life. Right. Steals disease, which is horrible. What? Like not. What is that? It it slowly like just destroys your body. That's what it does. Okay. I, I don't know the details, so you know, but more awareness. To, obviously, there should be more awareness of it. So look it up. But the. All right, um, I will. No, not you. The 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 oh the uh, the list, the humanoid yeah. listeners out yeah. there, yeah. Um, the and you should look it up. So, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I will do. But no, um, and uh, and yeah, he got a lump in his throat because it wasn't this, and this is why these interviews from Piers face is quite interesting because he does really go into stuff that really shouldn't be discussed on television. Probes, yes, yeah, it's, yeah, probes it's really and quite prods probing, and... but. Yeah, and after talking about his mum for five minutes on national television, he gets a lump in his throat. Well, how, I think how, perfectly how long was the interview? Well, how long was about it? an hour long. So the, it was aired, so obviously the interview was long and they've cut yeah. it into an hour, but... Mm. Um, and he spent five minutes talking about his mum. 
and, 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 and talking and about the whole talking thing. about the disease and, and yeah, and yeah, how talking about how she died and how his and the bit he got upset about, I think, was how his his dad couldn't go and see them because he had to stay with her in the hospital. And right, he wouldn't leave her. Okay, yeah, and how he's done that through she's you know he's all he's never been able to leave her, and he got a bit upset at that bit. And he didn't cry. He just you know he got a bit like why oh, okay. just need to break. Okay, okay, okay. You know? Why has that been the big thing that's come out of oh, cause we can't the interview? Because emotions that... anymore, some bollocks. I don't know. Well, because it just it just <laughs> it just seems like an odd thing that that was the biggest thing to come out of an hour long interview. Because okay, the, the, the I understand the interview went into that subject because Piers Morgan probably Piers Morgan probably felt that um, a bit more of a background biography into Keir Starmer would help. Yeah. Understanding mm-hmm. him, which I, I, I well, the interviews potted with um, clips which they've prepared, so clips from his friends. So they knew what family. the subjects were coming up. Yeah, and sort of building a sort of you know picture story. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. And he he adds his views. Keir, and, Keir yeah. Starmer's arc. Yeah, into the position. It's a bit like this is your life, but but you know. but without a big red book and yeah, applause. Mm-hmm. Um, and a surprise at the beginning. I used to love the surprise of this is your life. Yeah. Uh, Again, before my time. Oh, shut <laughs> up. Uh, so, so okay, take that to one side, because I, I personally think that's irrelevant. Mm. Um, what other big things came from the interview? What big impressions did he do well on? Things that didn't sit well with you? Well, I mean, because because I can't, but I can't believe that the whole hour long interview, the whole big crux of the moment was this five minute piece. Well, he wouldn't confirm whether he took drugs in uni. So that's a yes. Yeah. So Piers Morgan pushed him on that and said, oh, well, have you done it or not? And he said, I'm not saying whether I've done it or not, but I had a good time at uni. Okay. So and that's, I thought that's that was, a, you know. Yeah. That, that, but the, the problem with Keir Starmer is that, and he, he did a lad Bible interview as well, where he does a similar said thing. This, you said this a few and weeks he, ago. Yeah, yeah. And he just, he, he is a comparatively normal bloke. He, he really, he does, he does seem like a normal bloke. He gets very intense and weird when he does his lawyer stick yeah which you know we all do you know when we're public speaking or whatever no 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 but we don't all do jay you do and kier <laughs> <laughs> okay and others but, okay um, and you a little bit what do you mean me you go all wrestler announcer it's great yeah well, well, well brilliant hang on a minute i i i, <laughs> I draw upon the strengths that i ha- and know and hold within myself yeah you know and i i don't come <laughs> listen listen that the those sort of speeches they're, they're not speeches they're 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 promotional pieces mm. and i don't use promotional pieces unless it's the, i th- i think i think with with keir starmer it's a different it's, oratory yes and he he can't he, he really needs to learn quickly political oratory he really does like like super quick and do you mean mixing what I've because I've well, mixing what I do and you do in a way? Yeah, yeah. So mixing mm. the uh, promotional well, you can oratory. Just hear it in the podcast, can't you? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I go, that's, I go what, that's, off what, on that's what I got taught to do. Because yeah. I mean, for those of you out there in humanoid land, mm. um, a, a a a job that I've had is a professional wrestler. Um, You're going to tell them what your name was, so they can well, look it was, you up. No, no, God. You can find, you can find stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was never me who recorded those YouTube videos. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but within that, I, I, you know, you and you and you taught that there are certain points you need to make, mm. so to sell the show. Yeah. 
Now, I've always said, like with Kia's, uh, we talked about his horrific interview after um, the, the the Hartlepool by-election. Yeah. Where he gave this horrific interview afterwards. It was, it was where he was just repeating the same things over to the point where the interviewee was saying, well, this is your chance to say something, so say some, you know, and then he goes, no, I don't want to. Mm. After talking for six minutes, saying nothing. I, yeah. Whereas if he'd used... A, a promotional oratory mm. in terms of not spin, yeah, not spin, spin stupid. Um, because I think, people I think see it would have been that. fine to spin in that situation because everyone knows you, you, you've well, lost exp- anyway. Well, no, yeah, you've lost right. anyway, but yeah, no, no, you, if, if I was in that position, I would say we're going to come back stronger, yeah. We're going to do this. We're going to, do, you know, and yeah. then say, mm-hmm. and I will not rest until the day that I die. Mm-hmm. And until that day, I'm going to make sure that every single voter in this country can trust me and make sure that their vote counts towards any time a Labour candidate comes forward before them. This is, a, and you know, and you, yeah, and you, build, you build it up, it up in up that like way. That, yeah. that you show that you're angry mm-hmm. and at the same time energised and motivated mm-hmm. to go forward. Whereas well, he just took it as a massive... No, and oh, I, think, I, think, I think you're right. Oh, hell. Well, that's what he did. He went... He just like it. He sort of shut down in that moment. And when you watch this interview, you perhaps go back and look at that, and you think maybe he just didn't deal with that situation because he was really upset. You know, like really quite pissed off at the yes, whole thing. Yes, but then but don't put himself yeah. in front of a camera. Then. No, just say I'm go going away. To leave I mean, for a day. The, the, yeah. the way I don't know. But he probably had some knobhead going. You need to talk to them. You need to go in front of the camera. Like you need. Yeah, to. you need to do it now. And he's like, no, because I'm really they, annoyed. But again, <laughs> I will say this again. Yeah. I've said this on on, on different mm. podcasts now. If he's got someone advising him to do stupid things like that, mm. there is someone in that office who's a, who who is a saboteur. Yeah. Because that's like the third or fourth thing within since the the beginning of the um, unforced so, errors, isn't it? It's like it's yes, just, yeah. So it's mm. putting him out there, letting him swing in the breeze, mm. and knowing that he's not prepared or hasn't had enough time to be trained or prepare himself in that situation. Yeah. So you know, someone's someone's behind him, prodding mm. him in the wrong direction, and deliberately too. Because that interview was awful, and okay, so so maybe this interview is trying to um, it could recoup be, on the damage yeah. from mm-hmm. that one. Because Hugh Edwards at the end of that interview said, "Well, it's obvious that he's quite stressed, and you know, and after a bad night." Mm. And the the, the broadcaster those, excusing the interviewee. But, but I wish in those situations they would just say, "Look, I'm really tired, and this is a really crap result," and just say it. I wish, I wish they were more honest because, like. The, the danger we have now is that we'll loads, come back bigger of, and better. We'll lo- come back. Yeah, so this this is not the you know yeah. this is not the end of it. Yeah. This is going to make us stronger. Yeah, yeah, and and then then really get into it because because everyone who voted for him or didn't or in Hartlepool mm. didn't turn up to vote want to hear him say no. We are going to get stronger. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. And then and and okay, here's the thing. Did the interview with Piers talk about his political ambitions in terms of? what he hopes to achieve if he were Prime Minister. No, they avoided that, and I think that's probably a good thing. Well, no, that's not a good thing. No, he should. He, well, hang on, no, 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 no. The, the whole point after the by-election was, uh, was the, plenty of different members in the PLP or, or the membership that were saying there is no direction, there is nothing that we can stand behind as a policy. We don't know what the policy of this leader is. Mm-hmm. So if he's got an hour-long interview with Piers Morgan, 
he could have dedicated well, did, 10 he minutes did the, to it. The unfortunate thing he did was, I'm going to be listening all summer. That's what he oh. said. And I just think that's such, such tosh, you know. Listening is, listening exercises are fine. They're it's brilliant. It's the job of activists, it's, though, not but, leaders. Yeah, but not the leader. Yeah. The leader, if, if anything, needs to push uh what policies that everyone's getting behind this is what because this is the he's saying that that this is a, a new leadership they what people want to see a new leadership in terms of what is the new what 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 is the new sort of stance are, are we going i don't know what i don't know this is the thing there, there is nothing i can go apart from welsh labor which i can do but there is nothing from national labor that i can say to someone in the street or in the pub or wherever to say what the Labour Party believes in. Mm. I have to rely on conference motions or Welsh Labour Party uh, uh, policies to get across what the Labour Party can do, can possibly do, where the direction's going and why it's important to uh, vote for the Labour Party. When it comes to Starmer so far, he had a cracking opportunity to get one policy over, Mm. two policies over. Yeah. And talk about those, and, and they're a real passion. One justification he made... Well, sorry, it's all coming back to me now, now you're saying it. The, the justification... It, one just, <laughs> Go on, carry on. One, I'm not editing that out. One, that's fine. <laughs> one of the justifications he made yeah. was that he's sort of been tied up because of the pandemic. And that annoys me as well, because... Right, I know the, what happened in the pandemic. I thought was, I was going to get angry right. on this podcast. So, everyone. Right. In that whole year... Of sitting in the living room, completing Netflix, I know I had enough time to do quite a lot of stuff. Most most of the stuff was work stuff. I even I even started writing a book. I was that bored. I didn't do any podcasts because I didn't know how to use Skype to contact you. But but I know that that during that time I had plenty of time to think and think about the, the, the things that I wanted to achieve. I, I've, you know, and and hopefully now things are opening up. Some of the things that I'd thought about, I can then go on and move and achieve and, and, and work upon. I know I'm not the only one in that situation. I know I've seen people who have created businesses, started online businesses, started um, new hobbies, creative hobbies, everything to get them moving, to, to, to achieve something, whether it's business, financial, personal, hobby-wise, or just even spiritual development. Everyone spent that time making some improvement of themselves. And are you going to tell me that this fella, who has been in exactly the same position as everyone else, who has been blessed with so much time to be able to sit down and think, because there were no constituency meetings, there was no conferences, there was no uh, surgeries, there was very little meetings going on in any part of Westminster, because obviously you can't have that many people in. It's all Zoom. He could have sat in his office all day, done all his Zoom meetings without the need to travel anywhere. Are you telling me that he had no time at all to think about two bloody policies that he wants to set the standard to and raise the flag against to then be able to promote as soon as we come out. Yes. Well, thank you for that very insightful reply, Jay. Because... God Lab- damn it. Because Labour are... What? Hang- what? Hang on. No, no, no. This isn't... That was a... F- Labour are so scared now of doing Of anything. what? Of, 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 of saying a policy... Or, yes. or believing in something. I think so. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I d- I'm saying we need to come out of the thing fighting but why, why, always, well, always why because but, because the last manifesto had a million different policies in 
So now we have none. No, I know, and that's that's one of the things. That is Look, completely the, the, the section of the part of the section of the party which which are associated with Keir Starmer are against the manifesto we put out in the last election. They're against the manifesto. Not the whole we put manifesto. They're not against a lot, the whole. A huge, but of course they will be. No, no, no they're against private. They're against public public um, nationalizing the railways. Of course they will be. So Welsh Labour went and nationalized the railways. But Welsh Labour aren't. Since Mark Dreyfus took over, Welsh Labour were more in line with Corbyn's policies than. Oh, sorry, I mentioned his name. No, don't mention his name. I'm going to have to bleep you out again. Yeah, the left. <laughs> again. The left. Have you bleeped me out before? Yes. I don't remember that. <laughs> no, because you don't listen to these no, podcasts. I don't, I don't listen to them, no. No, because this, this is a family friendly podcast, so every time we swear, I have to bleep us. <laughs> you might be for your obsession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's going to be continuous bleeps on this. I think. Yeah, you think? It's, Therefore, it's you just, are. It's just it's the factional crap again, and it's people who. Don't, oh, it's not don't, factional. Well, it's it not factional because I, I'll tell you, there are people who would you you would consider centrists, who who are actually quite disappointed in this fella, because even they believe. No, I'm not defend. Sorry, I'm not defending Starmer by saying it's factionalist. I'm saying I don't think he has a faction. I think the no, pe- I think the people who support. Well, I, don't know. I, I think I think that. That there's the two big fa- the two big fashion I, I, I hate and love them both equally, mm. but they they need both of them don't see him as their their guy completely. Yeah, the centre is more so they 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 do see him more of their guy, but but not completely because even they're sort of waning, going, oh, he could do a lot more here. He mm. could do a lot more. I know the training wheels are still on, but. It's been a year and a half now. The training wheels should start coming off. He should, and especially that all that time that he could have trained up and skilled up as a as a leader of the opposition. He okay. Just hold the fucking government to I'm swearing again. Hold the government to account. It's just it's not hard, and he hasn't Some, done that. And, and, but then, the, but then the thing is, I think the advice he's taken is that sometimes if you pick the pick at the government for everything they do. You're just seen as this. But he didn't do that. He didn't, no, he's, he's he not done it close. at all. He's not done it at all. And the, the problem with that, and this goes back to my view, it's it's with the, there's people at the top of the Labour Party who are too scared to do anything at the moment, and they need to decide that we're against what this government's doing completely, and they're not. Not yeah. I mean, even not completely. Mm. I mean, I, I understand that something you can't be completely against every single decision someone makes yeah. because um, we, we've spoken about this in the past some people you never 100 percent agree with everyone but you never 100 percent disagree with everyone no so i i get the fact I, that i guarantee i speak to a lot of people i speak to a lot of people i do no, i speak to a lot of people yes i've never found someone who i completely disagree with ever i no, can no. find something i agree with them on no even even yeah. even electricians that we know there are there are oh, yeah yeah they, we, <laughs> Even some things that yeah. he says you might agree with. I do. Yeah. yeah. Occasionally. Mm. Can't remember any at the moment. No, no, not at the top of my head either. Um, right. Okay. So that was the interview. Over. Right. Overall, was it a good interview? Bad interview? Did he come out positive? Did it? Did, or did it harm him? When he's not talking about the Labour Party, he does really well. Wow. That's not. That's right. Hang on. That's not answered my question either. Did he come off well? He came off really well, I think. 
did so do you, do you see a people few bits where he talks about the Labour Party and I just think you, you yeah but is that yeah. from your position not from the general public it might public's. be from my position which I which I accept but from the general public's position is that things did he say things that the general public might want to hear I think so which was I'm going to be listening more I understand I've been a bit sh- he did I think he basically was giving off that energy but also he was really trying to say I am just a normal person and I no don't one, see I don't like what, that either well just not a normal no one person. wants a normal person in charge I think he, people he, want people want a superhero in charge what he did people yes, want a strong yeah, person think, in charge yeah, I think, people want the the you know the tribal leader in charge the person who goes beyond the strongest the the cleverest the fastest the wittiest they're the people that you want to see in charge, and generally, people are drawn to those people to be in charge. The, the tweet, the tweet um, I, that most spoke to me about how that interview went actually was he is he showed himself to be the ordinary and the extraordinary. In certain fields he's worked in, he has done amazing things. He has been, you know, he's made huge sweeping changes. He needs to do it in our party now. And that's and, didn't, and, and yeah. I'm worried that didn't come across. Like I, that. I, I well, in, in which yeah. case, I hope that he gets the right advice from the right people, yeah. or he, or he surrounds himself with better people if he needs to. It's always the challenge. It was a challenge with C, and it was a challenge with yeah, it'll be a challenge with him as well. Right then, um, I think that's enough for this. Christ, we nearly done an hour. <laughs> we only spoke about two things. Uh, right then, so if you've enjoyed today's episode. Are we are we finished with that subject as well before I close the show? What the Cummings one? No, not the oh. Cummings one. Oh, you, oh, you can, I know you can go on forever. <laughs> that, but you mean in terms of Keir's interview? There's nothing else you don't want to add to that. No, I think okay. I think that I think. Yeah. But if you guys at home, your humanoids out there listening in, want to add to the conversation, uh, you can get in touch. You can get in touch with us on email, which is labourpod at gmail dot com. Or there is Twitter and Facebook. It's at LabourPod. There's plenty of platforms that you can listen to us on now. Still not iPlayer. Or what is it? iPodcast or PodTunes or Podcast Connect or whatever it's called. Uh, we're still not on that. And if there's anyone out there who can help them, please do so. Uh, if you enjoy the today's show, then obviously give us a like. Maybe a share if you think we're worth it. Please think we're worth it. Uh, subscribe even if you if you happen to have stumbled onto this podcast. Uh, I promise you will get better as things as things get a little bit more unrestricted as time goes on. Uh, we're also going to invite some guests onto the show, possibly maybe some um, you know high hitters in the world of politics. I'm not too sure who that's going to be, but you know if you're one of them, get in touch. Uh, so do subscribe and of course comment on our podcasts and, and we do read everything we try and read everything especially on twitter 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 i get a a, a blip that comes up Ooh. what do they call it a notification mm. to say that someone's commented so um please do uh and of course you know if you if you agree with me or disagree with jay by all means let us know there is there is no point doing this podcast where it's just us two rambling on when there's no involvement from everyone out there, uh, your opinions mean something, of course. Because mm. as Kiz shown us this week, we've got to listen more. Um, but no, but, but genuinely, because what we'll do is that if you do wish to comment on it, we'll read out your comments on air on on a on the next available episode, and maybe possibly discuss your points as well. 
um, any well-raised points are more than welcome. Just... Please do, because I will keep talking until someone tells me to shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's usually me. Um, but as as Jay would say, you know, I, this is a pod. This is a, this is meant to be a, just a, a nice discussion on a podcast for you to listen and enjoy in your own time. So if you are going to comment, then you know, and I encourage you to do so. But just just remember, be kind as well, because uh, as Jay would say, be kind. Because, um, you know, the the politics can divide people into every which way but Sunday. And sometimes, especially the rhetoric that you get on things like Facebook these days, it all turns into a you-me sort of attitude. It's them and us. And and if you, if you divide over a certain point, it seems like you're there. now you're mortal enemies. Um, we're not. It doesn't matter if you're a, a left-winger, a right-winger, a centrist, or whoever you are. You're points and your views are welcome unless you're completely utterly screaming right wing like someone i met this week who i um because of jay because of jay i tell that story next time because that's quite funny no it's not funny (laughs) not funny at all before i thought you were gonna say whatever your opinions whether they're right or left i'll hate you anyway Yeah, there's that too. There is that too. Right then, so that that's us done for another week. So from me, you're a political host. And my name's David Vaughan, by the way, because I've I've been forgetting to say that in previous episodes. And from your local friendly neighbourhood councillor, Councillor Jabez Oaks. Bye. We all say a very have a very good week, and we'll see you next week on the Two Left Feet, the unofficial Labour Party podcast. Bye bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>